0: I like that. Welcome I like that. back, everybody. Episode 70 of Moneyline Madness. We had our first college football weekend, and I think it's probably the most exciting week of the year for us. We got Hell NFL yeah. coming up this week, Thursday and Sunday. So there's a lot to be excited about. How how we doing, Matt?
1: I'm feeling good. I'm feeling real good, especially, you know, good college football week. But more importantly to me, at least, the NFL is back. Oh, you know, right. Thursday really is just the the meat and potatoes of the year. You just love to see it. And what a better game, honestly, than a, a team like the Bills going up against the Super Bowl champs. So, oh, I mean, you yeah. know, I feel like you couldn't ask for much more in a kickoff game. You know, a Thursday night, like Let's do it. Let's Some get of us right. are
0: going to be stressing that night. I've got my quarterback and my wide receiver. My top two picks are in that game. And that I, I don't know how you do it, but with fantasy, do you spread out your lineup based on what time the games are? No. I'm a freak, I I'm I a freak and I do that because I don't want to be sitting there at 1 o'clock on Sunday and have nobody playing. I will be so mad. So I have at least four people at a time just so I can watch Red Zone. Into interesting. It.
1: Very interesting. That's how I, I do it. I ended up – I actually – didn't realize how many fantasy leagues I had said yes to being in, <laughs> and I think my ESPN ha- app has six different teams right now that, that I'm. That's I'm not running. gonna be. System- and You're I, gonna have to dude, do. And won, have to I have one. I have one through like sleeper that I I forgot about until last night. All of a sudden I got a notification that somebody made a roster move, and I'm like, oh my god, I have a league on the sleeper app too. Yeah. So yeah, we're all over the place, but. It's safe to say we're excited nonetheless oh, for football so season, excited. you know, very exciting. And uh we, we may as well talk because I think there's some bets to be to be had in this Thursday night game. What about you?
0: I I think this game's probably going to be the game of the week and un- unfortunately it's on Thursday. Yeah. If you look at the rest of the schedule there's really not much. I mean, I like think the Cowboys play the Buccaneers. Other than that, you're looking at two of the best receivers in the league and two of the better quarterbacks in the league and
1: yeah, possibly
0: a Super Bowl Possibly, possibly. I, I know I know match
1: Yeah, we don't want to get you too, like you the bills happen before
0: the first game and the last game of the season were the exact same. I highly doubt that that's ever happened before. Uh-huh. Let's get your countdown
1: looks good. Thank you. I mean, good morning to you good as morning, well. Everybody. The
0: LSU game. I'm sure we'll Double talk R, about <laughs> what's
1: going on. Heartbroke watching the LSU game. Yeah, that's rough. NFL hype week. We got the most sports Facebook in the chat. And Double R says he has coops and Diggs playing Thursday. Damn. You're hoping Damn. for
0: offense, offense, offense. Yeah. I mean,
1: hey, I could see that being this being like, you remember the. Yeah. Oh, wasn't that it? Wasn't it Rams? Rams Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. yeah That, that was 52 like 52 to uh,
0: 55, 52. Dude. I think that was insane.
1: Forward. That was, that was just a ridiculous game. And I don't honestly, think I it'll get that high. Like but that. Not in the first yeah. game of the season, but it's going to be something crazy. Not I don't for think for it'll
0: sure. be six to three either. Though. <laughs> I think no. it'll be a good scoring
1: game. Most definitely. I, uh, I anticipate as well, you know, both quarterbacks looking pretty sharp in game one. I don't know if that's just me, but I feel like if anything, the quarterbacks are bound to look a little sharper and the defensive backs and defense is kind of a step slower being that they haven't seen yeah. the pace and tempo yet.
0: Yeah, the, a lot of these guys on the defensive side probably didn't play much during the preseason. Even, even if they did, I don't think the pace is anywhere near the same. So, yeah, I think it'll be a little... A little rusty for the defense. I don't think offenses really get rusty into the season if they're veterans. Like, they're talented veterans at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, a young team like the the Bengals, maybe that's a team to watch to get rusty. But the Rams and, and Bills do not have Damn, anything saying yet. that
1: with Imane as he comes in the chat. That's just, that's crazy. That's crazy. Huh, they might have a little bit they, of a they might, first no, A lot, of, a lot quarter, of people but... are kind of expecting a, a sophomore slump somewhat out of the Bengals now. I don't know if I, that, I'm one of those people, but
0: no, I don't believe. Be I, I that, don't think man. that they're
1: going to have a bad season at all. If anything, they got better, in my opinion, especially with the boost to their offensive line now. But you just you don't know. And I do the NFL hate that is just lost, so unpredictable.
0: I don't love that they lost CJ
1: Uzoma. Uzoma? I don't know yeah, Uzoma, but didn't they they gained a, uh Hayden Hurst or Hunt, whatever Hurst. That right? is not an
0: upgrade. Uh,
1: you don't think that's an no, upgrade? I don't know. No. I mean, I think he's good. I think he's decent. You think he could catch? Yeah, he's passes, He is but... a good
0: catcher. He's not gonna block much for you, but.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's as we the it, yeah. being rusty now. Yeah. Maybe a little bit.
0: Like, a young team like that, that's a team I could see being it's rusty. It's just, like, the that, thing Other than that, I think is, everybody, veterans are going to be ready to go. The
1: thing for me is, like, I I would not count bet against the Bengals because literally Joe Burrow is just such a winner in every aspect of True. everything he does since his LSU days, since his high yeah. school days even. Like, even when they thought, you know, coming off of an ACL tear, like that was an awful injury and he just comes back and leads a super bowl run like i don't know it's just hard to bet against the guy when it's just time and time he's, again uh, not only he's... does he prove that wrong but then he goes as far as doing the complete like you know opposite and going even farther so i just i could never bet against joe mm-hmm. burrow honestly and he does say we have hayden hurst who is a lateral move if not an upgrade
0: i guess it's a lateral move he's, I guess a, he's really equal.
1: good blocking. no he's yeah, end. like he's that's good gonna player. that's gonna help but I know and he was... honestly, with how many wide receiver weapons you have, oh, yeah, do you that's... need a tight end who could catch the ball like no. desperately? Probably not. Probably I mean, not. as long as he could get three, four targets a game. Sure. You know, it's not like you're asking mm-hmm. him to do anything fantasy wise. So I don't mind it at all.
0: I got the, the over under for the game on Thursday is 52 and a half. Mm-hmm. I think I, th- I don't think anybody will take that under. I, I don't really yeah. think I think
1: that's an easy smash. You're floor.
0: looking at what a 28, 24 game would be an under. I think somebody's hitting thirty, right?
1: That's got to. Yeah. Honestly, like, what's really intriguing me is the fact that the Rams are plus one sixteen and they're at home.
0: I got. Well, you're using FanDuel, right? Yeah, I'm on Barstools plus one. So what's there? Plus a but either different. way.
1: Plus money for Super Bowl champs Week One. Yeah, Double R I, says the more blocking, the better for Joey Big. They're the underdogs.
0: I like I don't understand why they're the underdogs because the Bills are minus two and a half. I don't quite understand. What that. do you think
1: about Cam Akers? I oh, love Cam Akers. This I actually think drafted him last night with a third round fantasy pick. I dude, I fleeced. A I fantasy think draft last with
0: night. him, I think with him, it's gonna be a couple weeks before he's one thousand percent because he didn't play much in the preseason. So I think it'll be a few weeks. But when he is, Let's not forget, though,
1: he was back for the Super Bowl. And, like, some Yeah, but he didn't
0: didn't play much. He was not 100%. He
1: got snaps. He was part of the offense enough for me to be convinced. Like, Sean McVay loves him.
0: Oh, they do love him. I
1: really like Cam Akers in terms of, like, fantasy value and fantasy production, if that's what you mean. I think that Mm. Darrell Henderson isn't even close to the type of running back that Cam Akers is. And he offers that pass-catching ability out of the backfield that Darrell Henderson really doesn't. So, I like Cam Akers. I ended up, like I said, I drafted him third round last night. I took Eckler, DeAndre Swift, and then came back and grabbed Cam Akers. And yes. I was You're going to have a lot ecstatic. of yards. I was ecstatic, dude. Because Cam Akers, honestly, he's he's a breakout candidate, in my opinion. He for is. The top I don't do agree back, with that. You know, season fantasy-wise. Yeah,
0: I just think it'll be a few weeks before they get him 1,000% in just because it's a little rusty. But uh, other than, I mean, because they do have Daryl Henderson. That's that kind of schedule last year, forgetting in, that we
1: went on a run. Yeah, no, I I agree with you for sure. Yeah. Now, do you think that that run for last year? I mean, a lot of people can say that it's a Cinderella run, sure, because it's the first time that they had gotten you know a playoff run like that out of anybody. I mean, the, let alone the Bengals franchise. Yeah. But it's just not. I mean like I said, Joe Burrow is a winner, no matter where he goes or what he does, any team that he plays against, you know, competition wise, he finds a way to win, even when he's outmatched like that. And it is an underdog. I mean, besides obviously the super bowl, which is a completely even playing field. Well, do I think I'm everybody
0: taking... during the game kind of felt like they could have won the game. So I, it, I don't think seriously,
1: it's... exactly. And, uh, yeah, I, I just think that that's, I, I don't, I don't agree with that. And, uh, Double R says the Bills are heavy favorites this year. People Super Bowl pick. There is yeah. actually the most money coming yeah. in on the Bills to win the Super Bowl right now, which is kind of crazy. Would you start the Bills defense against the Rams? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely not. Actually, now that I'm thinking about Almost it twice. Almost definitely not. It's just like there are just so many more defensive options out there, right? Like, why not go with whoever's playing Cleveland? Why not go with whoever's playing Houston? That's you a know, big one right like now. like that. I always, I don't draft a a defense in fantasy, you know, until the dead last pick because I switch it every week based on the matchup. You know, I will literally, until Deshaun Watson's back, you will literally catch me picking up any defense that plays Cleveland Mm -hmm. up until then. Like it just, that's that's what a lot of people are
0: doing. A lot of people that I, I, Took the Colts defense, but I can't guarantee I'm going to keep them. Like I took them because I believe they play Houston Week One. Yeah. So you take a bad, you take them against a bad team, and then you reevaluate the next week if they play. If they go and they play Tennessee, I'm not going to start them against Tennessee because I think Tennessee can score on them. Yeah. So I'm gonna go find somebody else. That that's how defenses should work, hopefully. And and I agree with you with the Cleveland thing because I I don't think I'm going to pick them once this year
1: nah, until Deshaun's I
0: mean, back. But even when Deshaun's back. What's to say they're not like two and nine?
1: Like yeah. and uh I mean even that seriously, and I could say he said would you my main said would you start the Rams D against the Bills though? I just no either either uh... way, like I just don't want to go up against a quarterback uh like Josh Allen or Matt Stafford. Like I'm looking right now and me and Andy, our league um has ten people, right? Ten a ten man league uh,
0: 12. and
1: twelve. Okay, yeah. so even then the twelve where you know you're gonna see a little more saturated of of a you know waiver wire where there's not gonna be as many defenses yeah. that you want. But I'm looking right now, the Broncos defense they're playing Seattle week one. That's a great defense in my that's opinion a, for a de- yeah. for a defense. You look at hmm, let's see, who else do we have? Here? I'm not quite
0: sure why the Browns are at the top. The Browns defense isn't that good and they're they're playing a Carolina team that's yeah, going so to Browns have a lot Yeah, the Browns' defense is
1: projected seven and a half in the way that ours has scored against Carolina, and honestly, Carolina might be another team. Give Baker Mayfield a couple weeks if he's shitting the bed. Any team that I, plays Carolina, I'm hopping on as well.
0: I think against Cleveland, though, I, I think Baker's going to have the game of his life.
1: He should. He, he does really this should.
0: all. The, he did it against Texas Tech when he played against Texas Tech because they let him go, and, and well, he they didn't let him go, but he they wouldn't put him on scholarship, so he got mad and. He, when he played them, he made them beg for them to stop. I mean, that's yeah. the type of guy Baker is. So, I don't think Baker's going to be that good this year, but I think he's going to be good on Sunday.
1: <laughs> Ravens are playing the Jets. Expect big yeah. points out of them.
0: Yeah, this one's in New Jersey, right?
1: Am I the only one that doesn't mind the Jets this season?
0: No, I don't mind them. Is but Zach I don't Wilson think playing? playing?
1: all this weekend is that like Uh, it sounds like it's It's but
0: i have a question for you. i don't mind the
1: jets that offensive line is really good like that offensive line is enough for me to be like speculative that maybe zach wilson could have enough time to make but here's the
0: thing he's not running this week there's it's not going to be capable of running i even said this i love zach wilson but to to be fair if you even if he plays do we does anybody think the jets are going to win
1: Against a team like Baltimore, probably not. But then, so what's dude, the point the of Jets risking have weapons. Uh, no, they true. do.
0: But what's the point of risking him in week one when you're, when you're still in it? But what's the point of risking his season and maybe something worsening that lingers throughout his career mm-hmm. to play him against a team you're not beating if he plays anyway? I mean, you're not beating him with Joe Flacco, but you're sure as shit not beating him with anybody right now. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean... And I kind of just want to see show. Joe
0: Flacco face the Ravens, to be honest. <laughs> I really just no want to see Lamar against Joe Flacco.
1: <laughs> is the weirdest... It, that's the weirdest agenda I've ever seen well, you try. You well, my brother's a
0: Ravens fan. That's the agenda. I really gotcha. want to see Joe Flacco just tear his team apart, but it's not going to happen.
1: Gotcha. And I mean, says I would love it if the Jets won personally. I do too. I, I think to, a lot I of have, people would. I have Brees Hall on a couple teams, and I have Elijah Moore on a couple teams. So I think yeah. that those guys are going to have really good years in terms of fantasy production. So, um, so I that's guess really what I'm looking for.
0: You're hoping Zach
1: Wilson plays. I'm hoping Joe
0: Flacco's getting it. I'm hoping for I yeah. like him
1: more very much Elijah Moore. Yeah, not Elijah Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. but yeah i'm looking right now and really defenses for me is just all about the matchup i mean you look like the saints defense is number one ranked for this week why is that because they're playing atlanta hell yeah you know the, right. the 49ers <laughs> going up against justin fields in chicago they're gonna rip that offense apart it's are. just that's the way it is and You know, do they have a better defense than some of the other teams that are lower on this list? Absolutely not. But when it comes to matchup, that's what I like to take advantage of. The Raiders defense is really,
0: really getting roughed up this week. Clearly, they're last ranked. uh, I mean,
1: 2.7
0: against the Chargers.
1: They're playing in my team. In my opinion, the best offensive team in the league. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think the Chargers are going to be the best offensive. I team I think it's. I think, in think it's one A
0: and one B with the Chargers and Bills. I think young quarterback and star receivers. Like, yeah, it doesn't get much better than that.
1: Yeah, and I, the Rams are right there though. Like, I can't. I can't just not have the.
0: No, they're, the they're, they're there. Champs. They're they're probably one well, I mean, C, right? They're in a conference filled with question marks, right? I don't question Mark Tom Brady that much yet. I just question Mark everything around him because they had had kind of, they were preparing for not a rebuild, but a retool, right? So they were already preparing for that. And then he comes back and the team is nowhere near as good as they were.
1: Yeah. They have
0: weapons that are older.
1: Then, I'm just thinking, yeah. I, I'm just thinking like this could be the year for Tom, you know, where it all starts. Yeah, this slowly is probably the year going he, down a little bit.
0: And, and at the same time, who else is in the NFC that's contending? The Packers. We have questions pretty much everywhere. We don't have questions yeah, anywhere I mean, except the big one, which who's going to catch the ball? So that's the question.
1: No, literally at the top, it's just it's really just the Rams. It's the Rams the Bucks, and the Giants. The you know like teams Giants. Like that.
0: Get the fuck (laughs) out of here.
1: Oh, sorry. The hell are you talking about? No, I
0: mean, the Packers are still up there. The Vikings are kind of up there right now because of all the questions. Like
1: you said, there's a gap. But there's there's a gap between the
0: Rams and everybody else. There's really not a very big gap between the Bills, Chargers. I'm a little hesitant to say the Chiefs until they prove it, but Mm -hmm. I think at some point we will be saying the Chiefs. So. Yeah, I'm a little. AFC football is going to be fun.
1: I have some like some guys that I want to talk about, but at the same time, I'm like, I have a draft later tonight, and I'm like 90% sure me and I main are in the same league of BFFL, and I'm like, I I don't want to let them in on my you know my knowledge, right? Yeah, you can't, you can't.
0: We can't talk about it. Nope.
1: But I will continue to talk about these bets, and I'll I'll just save that for the later later in the week because I do have some speculations about some of these teams and some guys that I think are going to be taking lesser roles to some other guys who are going to be taking mm-hmm. more roles because they're like especially with the bucks especially oh, yeah. with the bucks you know you see tom brady is you know a goat so he's just like aaron Rodgers. he's going to take guys that probably aren't as touted aren't as you know talented as some of these other guys and he's going to turn them into weapons so i think we're going to see a little bit of that come this year I didn't uh, yeah. say the Chiefs, but you throw the Chargers up there. So the Chargers Absolutely. are young Man,
0: quarterback I... superstar with great receivers. Chiefs are a young quarterback superstar with no number Bids. one. Tra- Travis Kelsey can't be a number one receiver. He's a tight end. That doesn't that does not yeah. work. So they have I mean, no hey, like you who's take... their best receiver this year? Marquez Valdez Scantling? I love Marquez Valdez Scantling. He's a deep threat, and if he's not deep, he's not doing anything. Yeah. So I, it doesn't really make sense. I do like that they have weird.
1: Like I think, like MVS is a good complement to McCole Hardman. I think, being that McCole does the things that yeah, MVS can't do, but still, like I just not having a number one high really
0: on the Chiefs hurts. for yeah. sure. It,
1: it does because you take I'm high on the Chargers, but not on the Chiefs because if you throw Mike Williams on the chart on the Chiefs, mm-hmm. instantly he's a top ten top, you know, top wide receiver in the league. Yeah,
0: he's like their number. So it
1: gets scary two, real quick
0: in, in LA. He's their number two, and I can't. I think they have a number three, who's pretty solid too. And Keenan Allen is is a great
1: receiver. He said Keenan Allen is is not just really good. He's a great great receiver. receiver. He is consistently
0: great. Keenan Allen is
1: great. Keenan Allen is great when he's on the field and not injured. We got to remember, this guy had two torn ACLs and he's still as good as he is. So that's... You look... Put him stat
0: for stat up there with Devontae Adams. I think he's there every year. So...
1: Wow. Dang, I for think, you to say that, that's kind of crazy. I, I wasn't I going to go Devontae, that far but because no, but, I think but, Keenan is like a, a, a second-tier wide receiver, but he's still really good. No, no, really no. Uh, that's what I'm opinion.
0: saying. Uh, Devontae is clearly the better player, but put up their stats. They're very similar every year, and
1: you that's always talked little, about. But... We can make a little tier list so real quick while we're here. So let's talk uh, about this. Tier 1 I, receivers. I tier, tier 1, we're going, with, obviously, Devontae, Diggs, Cooper Cup, Jamar, Justin Jefferson. Anybody yeah, I'm
0: I don't, I don't think there's anybody else. I mean, now Tyreek Hill lost that, so yeah. he's not up there.
1: Ah, uh, I
0: don't think there's anything.
1: I think oh, he said. Anything. I mean, said Andy said the Chargers have great receivers.
0: Well, I, they have a great receiver and a really good receiver. In my yeah, I, I
1: would say that they have a good receiving core. I wouldn't say they have a great receiving core. Well, I, would I mean, the who has is a
0: great receiving core? There's not many teams that have great receiving cores.
1: No, the Bills.
0: I mean, Right, they have a pretty good one. I would probably say the Bengals have the a great Rams do court. Rams have Allen Robinson and... because
1: T Higgins is a number 1 on any other team. Too. Yeah, well
0: the Bengals probably have the best in the league. I think we've been over that. They have other Boyd as their yeah, number 3. I...
1: Yeah, other than that, I really Yeah,
0: I don't think there's that many great receivers in I mean, in great.
1: <laughs> you have to Are have the two bucks great Are the bucks wide no. receiver core great no. cuz Mike Evans when, had when a they really had AB were ass. they great?
0: Yeah, cuz AB was a great player. He was just a dumbass.
1: Yeah, the Rams. <laughs> I was thinking Rams, but I'm just Ram, not no. I, sure think Rams, I think the Rams. I think the because Allen Robinson is really good. Allen Robinson is really good, and I think and he's Cooper Cup's obviously probably the potential, best, and obviously Coop is the best. But yeah. after that, the fall off is just like to Van Jefferson. Just yeah, the Broncos have a break. pretty
0: decent one, but they're not
1: great. Yeah. The I'm Broncos Drew, are okay. I'm Philly not high has on a, Jerry Judy this year. So. Philly is a
0: pretty big one. Mm-hmm. They're pretty.
1: Philly, yeah. Philly's got a decent one too. They got Brown. Vegas and sneaky Smith. has a borderline great one too. They do. Well,
0: man. obviously they got Devonte and Hunter Renfrew. Imagine
1: if they still had Henry Ruggs on that squad.
0: They that wouldn't have. Been, the, I don't. Oh, I don't know man. if they'd have Devonte if they had Henry Ruggs. To Be honest with you.
1: But the versatility I don't know if make that deal. on that squad would have been ridiculous if they. If you add Henry also, Ruggs don't to don't count Devontae out the Niners
0: because they do have Devo
1: Samuel. I don't did. know if I put him Iuke, on tier one. Honestly, Brandon Ayuk was supposed to be the breakout star over Debo. Yeah, like, he I didn't if, do it, but like I don't know. Like two he fantasy could. seasons ago, everyone was like Brandon Ayuk, Brandon Ayuk, like literally. Oh, and Seattle's All also got my... a pretty
0: good, uh, pretty good receiving core too. Too bad their quarterback stinks because they have yeah, Tyler Lockett I... as a complement to DK. It's pretty decent receivers.
1: Yeah, DK's fantasy value, man. Let's you want to talk is, about that? There is because none. It's just it's gone from it's a guy that was like literally a, a, a wide receiver one for fantasy he was hoping to
0: be traded to green bay i think i think everybody was kind of hoping he i mean went but then there,
1: again but... he took that like why take that contract
0: well you you take the money when it's offered to you to be honest with you <laughs> the because deal, you don't know
1: I mean, yeah sure i guess it's just like he he doesn't want to win he doesn't want to win i don't know if I'm, he doesn't want to win it's still easy to trade receivers he i still like win. Devontae
0: got traded and then got like 40 million a year or whatever the hell he got so it's still easy know. to get traded as a receiver. I,
1: accepting Drew Locke and Geno Smith as your quarterbacks is a tough pill to swallow. You can't think I of mean, it that
0: way. He's thinking of it. I'm accepting $70 million.
1: That's what he's accepting. I mean, yeah, yeah, he'll
0: lose for a few years, but he's he's still gross. I think he'll still, he's still make
1: he's still making money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, you can't be mad at that. But
0: I, Unfortunately, <sighs> it's to live in Seattle. So, I
1: think, I don't know if this is crazy, but the Bills wide well, receiver core, I think Gabe Davis has a really good season. Uh, and, and
0: Isaiah McKenzie's a little sneaky, sneaky receiver.
1: I think Josh Allen, this is going to be a season where we see Josh Allen make receivers great.
0: I hope so. I, I definitely think he does. He, Him and Diggs didn't really connect on many touchdowns early last year, but I no, think and I they're going to do that a lot this year. I think.
1: I think Beasley was good, but I don't think Beasley is more talented than Gabe Davis.
0: No, he's not. That's so why they I let think him go. Now,
1: yeah, I think now. And we're other
0: gonna reasons, see. but.
1: Yeah, I think now we're gonna see Josh Allen make these guys even better and kind of yeah. elevate the the floor. I didn't of they the draft
0: the receiver as well? I believe they drafted something.
1: They did. They drafted. Look. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. They. He's he's solid. He's been doing well in training camp, but yeah, other than that, I mean. Oh, they I
0: mean, also got Jameson Crowder, who's a pretty solid receiver too.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's he's old. You know, yeah. we could see him snag a few touchdowns, just being that, you know, he's a, he's a veteran the guy. He's be
0: been pretty good. I heard in camp, I guess. So,
1: okay. A pretty good one. They have a
0: pretty good receiver. I'm I think looking James right now. Kind of
1: good... Touchdown score props for this game, man. Cam Akers to plus plus one ten is kind of just screaming at me.
0: Yeah. Uh, goal line. I mean, when they get to the goal line, are you putting him in? Or are you putting Henderson in who's stronger? That's how I look at running backs, right? Because I never, like, predict, like, a 20-yard run. Like, I say, if they get to the goal line, is this guy pounding it in? Yeah, Darrell
1: Henderson sits at plus 240.
0: I don't know. That's interesting. That is tough. It's interesting because it's the same way with other teams, right? Like, you want to bet, like, when you're like, I'll use my team, for example. Like, when you bet (laughs) the Packers... You want to bet Aaron Jones? No, you want to bet A.J. Dillon because he's going to be their goal line guy, right? You can bet that the team's going to get to the goal line at least once or twice, and yeah. they're just going to pound it in. But I, I, I don't you know. know
1: I, I cashed last season. My most memorable parlay cash of last season was so dis- like It was a nasty... Like Obviously, I was, I was 21, so I was freshly on the parlay scene. <laughs> um, I was very excited to cash this parlay of... It was a Green Bay win and Randall Cobb to score.
0: Oh in my addition,
1: goodness. in addition to a Julius Randall double double and the Knicks to win that night. And it hit. It was like plus five. Was that some. the game? Plus I don't remember the some. game.
0: Randall Cobb only had like three touchdowns last year. So that had to it be I mean, one of the two, two of them were in the same game. Yeah. Yeah. It was the so. game that he
1: had two. I literally was like Randall Cobb, like all your receivers are out. I'm like Randall Cobb scoring a touchdown tonight. I like, think it, was, I remember. it was so given. I think it was, was such Pittsburgh. a given. I think Charlie. so too. He Pittsburgh, put up two yeah. on their dome. Yeah, but hey, for Thursday night, I like Cam Akers at plus one ten.
0: What like do they have? What do they have? Stefan Diggs at <laughs>
1: Diggs is 5, at five thousand plus one thirty. Wow.
0: Yeah, I had to hit that right. That's one that like in their first drive, their opening drive, he could just like get wide open for a seventy-yard touchdown, and just wake everybody up. That's like.
1: Yeah, even know. with that, Jalen Ramsey early on in him? the
0: season. Yeah, that. Well, yeah, I don't even talk to me about Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, against Ooh. star receivers, go look at his track record.
1: Dang, dang, you know, we're getting Jalen Ramsey called out on the MLM podcast. Do the
0: Do the Rams and uh, Raiders <laughs> play this year? Because Devontae Adams is legitimately his father the the father of Jalen Ramsey in his career.
1: Wow, wow. Well, remember
0: the, remember that playoff game? I I certainly do. He.
1: I mean, yeah, no, he.
0: <laughs> Are we he gonna... actually made him fall. I think
1: that was in that, yeah
0: that play. So
1: yeah, how that's... how old? Like what year Jalen Ramsey was this though? Year two. This was
0: no 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 no. This was twenty twenty.
1: Really? That the was playoff out. game
0: against the Rams.
1: Jeez, yeah. Couldn't read a defense. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah that was right, right after on. the big deal and everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm also I, liking. No. I mean, there's a couple guys him. I like for touchdown props. I'm I just I'm trying to figure out which one I really want to dial in. I, I really like one. Cam Cam Akers. I really like Dawson Knox, honestly. I
0: was actually going to go on the flip side. What do they have Tyler Higby at?
1: Tyler Higby sits at plus 195. Dawson Knox oh. sits at plus
0: 220. Oh, I thought Knox would be a little bit ahead of him. I think Knox could get one early. I think Higby could get one early. See, the
1: tight ends are always
0: sneaky, right? Because like everybody's looking at the receivers, nobody's worrying about those tight ends like that. And Dawson Knox fed he's on that last year. Dawson he had like eight dog. touchdowns last year, I think, or something like that, just being sneaky and just getting open, like because yep. nobody was taking, nobody was watching him.
1: Yep. So, I, that's that's a guy to watch. Now let me also ask you, Zach Moss at plus three hundred.
0: No, I have no. a feeling I goal think line early... score
1: for Buffalo. Goal line touches—they're going is with that. Is he the guy? Block.
0: Is he there? Do you think he's their guy though?
1: When it. When they're trying to um, pound in the end zone,
0: I guess. I I think early you're gonna find out that the, that that was just a miss.
1: I'm gonna stay away from the the Bills running back core probably. Yeah, adding wise, but
0: eventually toward the season we're gonna realize that Zach Moss wasn't just you know a guy we're waiting on to break out. I think that was just a miss, and I think they realized that when they drafted James Cook. So, and I think Cook is gonna be a hit. They're gonna hit on him because. I love. Right. Cook, so. now,
1: I gotta. I gotta. I, I'm looking at this right now, and I can't. I'm actually in awe of these. Uh, this line. I know we talked about Cam Akers, Not to make this the Cam Acres e- episode, but Cam Akers over 13 and a half receiving yards.
0: Oh, that's a gimme. You telling that's me you don't
1: think you can just get a
0: 14-yard catch early in the game? Yes.
1: That's a, that that's feels a like a lock. That feels, feels like a a, yes. like the closest thing to a lock. I mean, he's catching passes. They love yeah. to do that little bubble screen out the yeah. backfield where they just give him the ball in space. Yeah. And I do that twice for, you know, seven yards apiece. Yeah, that's, yeah I,
0: it. I, that's an easy one.
1: I really like that. So that comes in at minus 114. So if you take that and for Cam Akers anytime touchdown to score. Oh, man, we're looking at a plus 247
0: bet. I like that. I I don't know. This is, uh, I, something about this game just screams to me that there's going to be one guy that just sets everybody apart, like on the offensive side for either L.A. or Buffalo, just early in the season puts their their name in the hat. Right. Like a like like, like smaller there's guys one guy like that
1: like I him. oh, I was thinking Alan Robinson. Kind of like that an that's
0: like, type of yeah. thing.
1: Because Alan Robinson, people forget Alan Robinson, he was, when he had Nick Foles throwing him the rock, he was a dog. You biggest know, mistake Robinson of his life was is really choosing Chicago. It really was. If he went yeah. to Green Bay, I mean, oh man. He I want to be on the Giants over Kenny Galladay too, to be well, honest.
0: We're, we'll talk about Kenny Galladay for a few weeks until eventually I he gets cut. I, I know. I I I, just, I can't. Stand Kenny that. Galladay owes he a lot of money to Matt Stafford. He such talent
1: too, like... He, he really does, like, I mean, yeah, you, no, don't, they you know don't what, you're right, he's a Matt Stafford merchant, truthfully. Yeah,
0: they don't talk about it much when players in football are, like, the only ones that just give up when they sign with a bad team. Like, in baseball, yeah. you'll see guys sign with bad teams, like Bryce Harper signed with a bad team when he played, when he signed with Philly, he played amazing, but yeah. you see this all the time in football, somebody signs with a team that's terrible, and they just stop trying, they just take the money and run. And, like, Galladay did that very quickly. Like, he didn't even have one good game last yeah. year. Did he have a? T- he he didn't a have a touchdown. touchdown, right? He did That's not insane. catch a touchdown last That's season. That's
1: like, imagine $20 going— million million he's getting paid. More than Cooper Cup, more than Justin Jefferson, more than Jamar Chase. That's insane. I mean, uh, oh, my God. I can't believe I was upset that since he didn't sign Galladay. I mean, but then again, at the time, Kenny Galladay yeah, was, he top, was like the top He was the top available. receiver. Like, people were ecstatic. They were like, Danny Dimes has his guy. You know, like, I mean, realistically, like on paper, Kadarius, Tony, Sterling Shepard, and Kenny Galladay isn't a bad receiving core. Like, I don't know if that's biased, but that's not a bad receiving core at all. If you're talking fully healthy, you know, prime Kenny Galladay, fully healthy, you know, uh, Kadarius, Tony, and fully healthy Uh, Sterling Shepard. It's a pretty good... It's better than probably, it's better than I would say the team's other bottom tier teams. You know, like oh, well, like, the far Jets, than like the other. Jags, like yeah. you know, any other teams like that. But Kenny Galladay just he just dropped the ball, and he double R says, he doesn't, doesn't love the game. It's the check. I mean, yeah. that's really what it's. That's how out it goes sometimes. That's just... apparently his teammates know it too.
0: Is oh it, yeah, they you hate see
1: him. The Darius Tony's post on uh, Instagram.
0: Yeah, they hate him. I I would hate him too. i follow a player too. on that team. It's and unfortunate then, because there was a lot they did a lot to get him there. They had him flying out to Jersey doing pours of random shit here and we don't yeah. have much here. Like sure, yeah, the, no, seriously. They, they had him you know, at Broadway shows and Sure, but yeah. that's
1: really it. Yeah. Um another thing I just I saw a headline today about uh Leonard Williams and the, how they restructured his contract. So they were actually able to convert I think seventeen million of it into signing bonus mm-hmm. money. Yeah. And so it's just insane to me not only the stupidity but also the incompetence of david gettleman in that front office like the fact that he got as far as he did for as long as he did as the giants general manager is just beyond me
0: like he signed him financial situation he didn't even think about it he was like
1: you know like there was never a question in his mind of like What should I convert should I make some of this some you know signing bonus money? Should I make some of this incentive money? Like never, never any of that. He just gave him the bag straight out the salary cap, didn't give a single flying shit
0: and just paid him. Yeah, I remember Somebody asked him that. And he was like, that's not the way I operate. And that's how everybody else operates now. Everybody turns money into signing bonus because it gets off your salary cap and you have more money to spend on your salary cap to get better players. They didn't do that. And now they're in easily the worst financial situation in the league right now. And and that that includes the Saints. Yeah, that includes the Saints who were almost $75 over the salary cap. And because they did all this signing bonus manipulations and stuff like that granted they're going to be bad this year maybe but they're like 15 million under the cap now so like
1: yeah that's the and they're still they still think they could compete and a lot yeah. of still think they can
0: and the Giants are that much over can't compete with players they're paying like that like yep. yeah they that David Kettleman was the worst oh my GM God, dude. possibly in, in New history. York sports and that includes Brody Van Wagenen who was very very bad
1: wow so, wow
0: I don't even think they're comparable, to be honest with you, because yeah. like, I would also throw him up
1: there with the Isaiah Thomas' Knicks days too. He was really bad. I mean, trading for an old Eddie Curry, <laughs> trading for yeah. you know Stefan Phil Marker, Jackson's like, past, way past could, his prime. Like you could put oh him with God. Phil
0: Jackson's Knicks, and that's the
1: respect that's a, Phil Jackson's vision, please, because he actually. I mean, I I can't, I don't know. We can't talk. We can't get down that rabbit hole. That's a dark rabbit hole that. to get down. But football wise. Dave Gettleman, yeah, Dave had Gettleman was the terrible. worst run I've seen out of a football GM ever. Ever, ever. Like, like seriously, ever. And I knew. I remember when he came over from Carolina. Steve Smith literally said, like, he went on NFL Network and he was like Giants fans, like, I'm sorry, like this is like mm-hmm. Dave Gettleman is easily the worst person I've ever known. Like, I cannot. I hate him and hope. I advise anybody that, like, is looking at the Giants to now look elsewhere because I hate Dave Gettleman. And mm. I remember sitting there as, like, you know, a 17-year-old, like, oh, can Gettleman really be that bad? Like, could he, like, he had I, just I knew he hey guys. Super Bowl. He hated, like, exactly. Yeah, he had just brought the Panthers to the Super Bowl. um He didn't like paying guys. That was his big thing. Josh Norman, obviously, he he Josh didn't want to give, yeah. give him the check. Who else? Cam
0: Newton even underpaid for a little while.
1: He underpaid Cam Newton. Um, who who was the um the running back that they had that they he just kept giving the bag. Um, God, I don't remember. There's subpar running back that ended up coming to the Giants. He's that forgettable. Oh, I
0: remember his name. Something Stort, right? Was it-
1: I mean, um, I'm thinking also Mike Tolbert and then somebody else too. Like, it was really bad. It could have been Mike Tolbert, but God, it was just really, really ugly. I, I mean, it- just the fact that I want to say it was Tolbert, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. I think it was Jonathan Stort, right? Was it Jonathan Stewart? Yeah. Yes. Both of them. Both of them. Yeah. He just, lo- he was obsessed with this idea of a Tolbert and. You know, like oh my God! It came to me
0: as I was typing in Panthers 2010 running backs, and yeah Jonathan Stewart came to my head. Jonathan Stewart. There you go. Like yeah, that was. It yeah, was terrible. God,
1: he's very Stewart. lucky. He had the defense that he did in Carolina. That's really. Well, he cut. You know, he hey. cut
0: Josh Norman on a random Tuesday because he didn't want to pay him. And then, I mean, granted, he wasn't wrong. Josh Norman's never been the same
1: player, really. But.
0: Yeah, I'll give him credit on that. He didn't want to pay the guy and he pretty much God fell it, off. But still, it's just it's, it's atrocious. Just, it happens like, all they've the got time him track
1: him. record is just so bad. So bad. It's inexcusable at this point. Was
0: Odell was he the one who he let go of Odell, right?
1: Yeah, he didn't want to pay Odell. Did not it want was... to pay. Well, he said well, they did pay. He didn't want to pay Odell. And then they then said they said... weren't going
0: to trade him. And then they traded yeah, him. then he
1: was like, fuck it. We'll pay him. We're not going to trade him, though. Traded him the next week. To the Browns. Thought he was playing chess.
0: And did they did get a good return right for him? Jabril, Pepper Jabril
1: Peppers. Jabril Peppers, first round. I don't pick. think he
0: was bad at making like trades. He was bad with money. He was like embarrassingly bad with money.
1: Yeah, that's really bad. That like, imagine It happens. I don't that know. Happens. Do you walk into McDonald's like going off the dollar menu and just be like, "Fuck it, I'll pay fifty bucks for this"? That's true. Like, that's come a very on. Good that's good basically what that. he did with Kenny Galladay. Like, you, we, we asked for a McChicken. And they're charging us fucking twenty nine ninety nine plus tax. I As long as and I Kenny's get my rewards just, points. Now, and it. then you get the chicken sandwich and it's raw.
0: Yeah. And it's immediately like ter- tastes terrible and everything. Yeah. I agree with you.
1: Typical GM moves. Say one thing, do another. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But then again, other GMs are not like, there are more I, vocal GMs out there that are like competent. You know, you can yeah. say one thing and then do another. If it ends up being the right move, then you look like an absolute genius. There are a
0: lot of good GMs out there. There's not that many bad ones, I would say. I would say Dave Kettleman was probably the worst by a
1: And even long like shot,
0: like a long like, stretch there, but
1: Yeah, it's it's hard to really be as bad as Kettleman was, too. Like it yeah, almost takes skill to be that bad of a GM in in a sport.
0: Yeah, it's it's he didn't understand he didn't quite understand that there's you can't pay, overpay everyone, and you overpaid people that didn't deserve it, and that's kind of what put them in this position. I mean, so.
1: like it, it, the Nate Solder contract, like the list just goes on and that on one's and a big on. one.
0: And how about the, the
1: there Solder, has to be something Ingram, said about like... the
0: coaches that he hired? There has to be something said about the development that Eric Flowers when he was here he was just bad. Oh wow, I hit that mic. He was just bad. Then when he left, he's. Pretty solid player now. I think he got paid like nine million this offseason. Yeah, yeah. Harry he Flowers a is a good left. Ta- is this a good tackle now? Yeah,
1: he he's a, an average type of tackle. Like, oh my god. I mean, hiring conference. Joe Judge
0: was a bad.
1: I mean, Joe Judge even before that, you know, um, Pat
0: Shermer, right? Shermer
1: before that, Ben McAdoo. Like, what they've are gone we through. Doing, it, man. Ben man,
0: McAdoo like... was my favorite coach of the Giants because he got just supremely outcoached. In a uh, Green in Lambo wild card game, just got
1: beat. Let's not to forget a that it we, was like we a lot of passes. Like Odell, literally, yeah, but was he had
0: wearing, no uh, stopping. Majors. I think the final score was like thirty eight to thirteen. He had no way to stop Rogers. Granted, nobody does. Nobody is like just.
1: I mean, ben, asking Ben McAdoo to stop Aaron Rodgers Well, the crazy. thing is, is he should have known. The Giants should have had 25, 24 to 27 points yeah. in that game.
0: Ben McAdoo did coach Aaron Rodgers. He was his quarterback coach. People were like, that's going to help him.
1: Yeah, sorry. Him. No. He was his quarterback coach when? You know, we're talking uh, like way back.
0: 13, I
1: think. Right yeah. before
0: he got that job.
1: Well, no, he was the Giants coach in 2016. Because that was our So a couple years before he got that job. A couple years, yeah. But, Man. Even like enough. that Giants <laughs> team wasn't awful. It was just their last hurrah, you know, with that uh, boat with you. Right? That was the boat team. That was the boat team. But even then, like Dave Gettleman, we needed a running back. What did he do? He didn't want to pay for one, and he brought in fucking, what was it, um, Rashad Williams? I want to say. No,
0: I I think I remember who you're talking about. But I can't remember. That God,
1: word. like, there's it, it's all a blur after Brandon Jacobs and Ahmad Bradshaw, um it's just really oh Rashad Jennings I'm sorry right
0: yeah yeah I think that's the name that sounds familiar he was
1: on Oakland at when they were Oakland and then he came yeah Rashad Jennings he was complete mids
0: yeah they were they couldn't run the ball at all that was pre-Saquon, right? That was a couple years before Right Saquon. before
1: Saquon. That was when it was literally like, all right, we and need to And you have to
0: run back. the ball in Lambo, And they were just un-
1: incapable of doing Nothing. This. Nothing coming from Dave Gettleman. Just fucking yeah. wind through his ears. Yeah.
0: You but, say we talk a little college football, maybe? Yeah, well, I was going to say. Let's dabble in what happened the weekend. So, us the uh,
1: LSU fan. Let's laugh at him.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Oof. Double R. Let's rough, talk about, let's talk rough about college weekend. football, bro. Because that was... Yeah, that was rough for LSU fans. But... They're so acclimated to success, you know. I'm sure one rough game won't necessarily well, kill you. The
0: I think the mo- the funnier part about all of that. Obviously, uh-huh. the block field goal is terrible. Yeah. If you go through their schedule, if they can't beat Florida State, they ain't beat. I was gonna say all.
1: Florida State is not like
0: the good. Go, I mean, <laughs>
1: Florida State does not really have talent like that.
0: I'm not a thousand. I'm gonna go through their schedule right now, but I'm not a thousand percent sure. There's three wins on their schedule. Jeez. Uh, if that's their non-conference game. So they only have two more of those. They're probably yeah. cupcakes. If I had to guess, they're probably very easy games. But if they can't beat Florida State, there's not a team in the SEC West that they can beat. So I'm gonna look just. There's to a see. couple.
1: There's a couple teams that really like stood out to me in terms of like they really should have beat up on the you know their opponent a lot more. You know, being that they're playing lower tier schools.
0: Yeah, there was there was Notre some Dame losing doesn't
1: team. hurt as bad now that Brian Kelly lost. And, hey you guys were sense. in the game hey it's Notre not like Dame you guys got blown well. out. you guys played a good game like they could have won that game at some point and I wouldn't have been too surprised yeah
0: I so. Marcus Freeman's definitely a good coach and for for double R here they're playing Southern this weekend they're gonna beat southern obviously they're playing yeah. New Mexico in a few weeks other than that there are not a there's not a win on this schedule like they're not yeah. beating Florida they're not beating Tennessee and maybe they'll beat Mississippi State but and they'll beat UAB, so they'll be, they'll win three games at best, like four. What maybe. I wanted
1: to, was looking at was the fact that Utah dropping a game to Florida like that.
0: Surprising. definitely Inexcusable, defense, like Inexcusable. It was bad. They were supposed to have a, They were supposed improve. to be serious this year. Yes, and they're not. This was not the year now. that
1: Utah like was on the map because nobody knows where Utah is in terms of a state.
0: So, no. you know, you may well, as well make
1: your college football team solid. Yeah. But no, can't even do that. Like, what the hell are we doing out here? No,
0: uh, their, their defense was supposed to be improved, and they were they were not. They're, they're clearly not that good of a team. Uh, yeah. Florida's really not a good team, and they they outplayed them really in a close game, but they outplayed them. Really, I think the big story is it's it's another two-team race every year. And this year, it's the same two teams as last year. Clemson does not look like they have a quarterback that's going to get them yeah. anywhere. Ohio State was very. I'll say mid at the best I could say right now. They didn't look, they didn't look like the other two teams look. Georgia and Alabama, obviously I was jumping up. Syracuse and
1: Louisville, that game was pretty mid as well. Neither team really stood out like that. And honestly, I thought Syracuse should have blown them out a little bit, like thirty-one to seven. Sure, it's a blowout, but I was expecting you know forty plus to you know seven to fourteen.
0: You know our uh, local, our local, uh, the State College of New Jersey. mm, You you wanna talk
1: like yeah, dude. Talk bring up Rutgers that they they upset
0: never... they upset Boston Boston College was supposed to be a top 25 team they were touchdown favorites which I thought was a little low uh-huh I was very surprised Rutgers was in the game let alone win the game so I have a lot of credit to anybody who uh watches Rutgers. I know not I mean, many people do but
1: yeah it was, was I was pretty at first it was the it first was. half was definitely they weren't scoring not, <laughs> I was yeah no like you definitely did not think Rutgers was winning the game according to that first half but yeah, do I think that they're gonna have a, a good season. You they've know, they've got from easy here games on. coming up, so they're Maybe. gonna have a few wins. They could grab the yeah, way. they could grab a couple, I think three wins, I'm gonna say from those. Easier... Four. I think
0: they got because I think they got really easy games. They I know they have an easy game this week. They played I believe they played Temple, and Temple's terrible. Mm. Um Yeah. Oh, they play Wagner this week, Temple next week. So they got two games in a row. They should kick ass. So. Another another Are we looking at three and and0 year
1: for them? Another thing I want to highlight, VTech dropping the ball to Old Dominion. Old Dominion, yeah. That was rough. Shameless. This Shame. is the second
0: time they've done that to yeah. Old Dominion. It's just embarrassing.
1: Um, I don't know if you've seen on Twitter one kid that's in our, our Knicks group chat. His, uh, his name is Julian, but he's a good friend of mine, and he mm-hmm. actually is part of the Virginia Tech recruiting staff. Mm-hmm. He completely blacked out all his profile pictures on social media after that game. Just like everyone how was calling you, him out in the chat on Twitter all with that just he he was down bad how down do
0: you really recruit bad. that like how do you how do you <laughs> yeah, explain literally, that the, in recruiting
1: exactly like everyone was like not only did you lose but like this is on you this <laughs> you is know? making like, your
0: job harder too like yeah, now like, how literally. are you going to tell a kid we're a really good school division 1 we lost to Old Dominion. It was Old pretty Dominion. rough. <laughs> yeah,
1: you put up 17 points and lost yeah. to Old Dominion.
0: How about a, a little futures thing? We, we talked about the Heisman a lot. Uh-huh. And I had CJ Stroud, and I stand by that, and I still believe he's going to win it. Okay. A uh, little update. Stetson Bennett was plus 48,000. Go look at the number now.
1: Yeah, what, what are plus we sitting at? Plus
0: 2,500. We've got a wow,
1: well, steady 46,000
0: change or something like that. He's ranked like 47th in the country in terms of odds because, obviously, Stetson Bennett. But he... I'll say this real quick, I don't want to talk too much about Georgia cuz I know it makes me sound like a fanboy, but I'm going to fanboy for like a minute. That that Stetson Bennett played the best football game a Georgia quarterback has probably ever played, and he did it against a pretty decent team in Atlanta in a great stadium, great vibes. He just looked, I mean, he looked per he was actually perfect. He almost had a perfect QBR. I think he did. He just had a few incompletions, but
1: yeah. A lot of credit. What was that first drive? Wasn't it perfect? It was,
0: he was the first, they scored, so they scored seven touchdowns on seven drives to yeah. start the game. And I think they went to a
1: punt. They. But I, I think that first drive, he didn't have an incompletion. No, like no, he, no, he didn't. And they were, just drove down.
0: it was, it was all scripted plays early. But then even when they got off script, they were amazing. He made a play. I don't know if you saw it. It was, I, I don't know how he did it. He threw across his body to the other side of the field that they're avoiding players. I mean, That SEC championship, when that does happen, that will be. That the winner will win the playoffs. The winner will. They're going to play in the national championship again. I mean, there's nobody even close to how good those two teams are. And that was week one. And we know this by now. Like this week, Alabama plays Texas. I don't even think Texas will be within three touchdowns. Probably Georgia plays Samford. So that's the spread on that for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, I mean, what's really interesting, like you're saying, the steady B, the, the line being like that is because, I mean, one thing to to look out for is you can invest in that and then cash out as his odds keep getting yeah, better and better. You don't and even looked, have to, you know, ride the whole thing. You don't think he's going to win. Like, I don't think a he's going to win. You know, the, I don't the, think the he's going to win.
0: But if you go look at Georgia's schedule, they don't have another tough game until uh, late October when they exactly. play Florida. Exactly. So you're yeah, you, just going to build. You so. put in
1: a ticket for that plus 4,500. You ride that until the end of October. Say it goes down to plus plus 1,000. Yeah. Cash that out. I mean, you're sitting pretty. You know? Like, that's a, that's a big come up right there. So, I definitely like that. And the fact, he's only plus 2,000 on FanDuel right now. But if you could find somewhere where he's plus 2,500, even maybe plus 3,000, yeah. definitely think that that could be a good bet to cash out on later in the season um you want to talk about that clemson game not necessarily the game but the the festivities that were surrounding that game let's talk let's talk clemson so in case anybody didn't see um there was a fight at the clemson game was pretty big fight a 15 year old and a 22 year old scrapping it up and in case you missed it we're here to show you it so Without further ado, here's here's basically what happened.
0: Oh, here we go! Here we go! Here we go! Here
1: we go! Oh, he hit his head. He dropped his head. Right, let's go! Just incredible college just, football really is back you know yeah, it, like, is it really is I, back is. not only do you get shagged by a 15 year old as a college student but then you have to go back you know to your fraternity and they're just like dude what's what, what's with the scratches on your face and you i want to say you i got I shagged a, by a 15 year old i have a That's friend
0: cool. who is in fraternities who is in a fraternity frat whatever the f- hell you want to call them i think they're yeah. stupid anyway but yep. my friend's in one that kid is he. T- he let me know that kid is one thousand percent getting kicked out of any frat. Season. You can I mean, You just got say, shagged by
1: a fifteen-year-old. You, you had the high ground. Yeah,
0: you embarrassed your frat. You embarrassed your friends. And I wanted to say something around. There's an old guy back there. I don't know who he is. Um, if you're standing there watching a fifteen-year-old fight, let's reevaluate the life, buddy. Yeah. I, I don't know how happen. you could just let it happen. They I get it. You don't want to get hit. I've been around fights before. I wanted to stop it. My friends would fight all the time. I don't want to. That sounds really bad that they would fight, but they did. Um, we know
1: you know your friends you, are gangbanging and Andy. Yeah. And
0: you, wanna, you don't want to get into it because you don't want to get hit, but you can't let a 15 year old fight. Granted, yeah, it's, it's not like that kid old, was
1: necessarily menacing. I mean, the like. The 15
0: year old won the fight, but you had a perfect opportunity to stop him. He's stopping there. He's ready to go. You could have come up and. Uh, said, hey, let's cool down. Instead, this old guy with white hairs looking at them fight, and it was just...
1: Facts. You got the high ground, and you got and hit you with lose, an uppercut. Man.
0: He had him down. And was it just in. pounding it him. Like, come on.
1: That's crazy. Having high ground and getting hit with an uppercut is just, like, the awareness is just on zero. It's embarrassing, like, honestly. You, yeah, for that that that's kid. disgusting. Like might leave Clemson. He might, Clemson. He might have to leave
0: statistics. Clemson.
1: Like, seriously. He's not allowed. He's definitely not going to be allowed back at a football game. No, you know, he's probably years. suspended or something. And I, honestly, like,
0: I think it'll be traumatizing if he walked in a football game right now.
1: <laughs> Seriously. Seriously, he might have some PTSD. He walks into a middle school; he's gonna have PTSD. Oh Everybody's just looking around <laughs> like he's gonna know. be
0: looking. He's gonna be giving fifteen-year-olds looks for the rest of his life.
1: <laughs> Seriously, that's <laughs> that shit was insane. So much for the Notre Dame upset. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's you. Know. I didn't think
0: I didn't think it'd be a close game. I was pretty impressed with uh, Notre Dame. I I had heard from pretty much every expert you could. Talk to that it was gonna about, be a That Notre Dame was just not that good of a team. They looked perfectly fine to me. They didn't look great, but they looked pretty good. Ohio State didn't look great either. CJ Stroud really didn't have that great of a game in terms of stats, but both of those teams will get a chance to regroup, I think, with easy opponents this week. I'm not I, everybody in the top twenty-five has an easy opponent. Honestly, it's now after won, that, so.
1: yeah, I'm looking at them maybe to win a couple games, a couple more games that I didn't think they could have. Yeah, you know, I, later on in the season. I wouldn't be as shy picking them as uh you know going yeah. into uh some of these games after their performance yeah. as so as long as i don't they, mind notre dame but definitely not
0: yeah. as long as they stay healthy they look like a team that could play in the new year six bowl again they're not a college football playoff team they
1: you know maybe usually when you resurgent. lose one
0: yeah usually when you lose your first game you kind of have to be perfect the rest of the way and that's just yeah. not realistic
1: so maybe a little resurgency because of the manti Te'o documentary I, you just you never know you never know that could
0: be it that could that be it. it seems to be bringing people back from the dead a lot manti so
1: it, it does and he you know manti yeah he, uh, he's always down for a little him, surprise yeah
0: yeah
1: but uh all right let's talk some mlb bets before we get yeah. out of here because i got i got a couple money makers mlb but slate today was absolute shit truth it is like, shit. It was it's so gonna be gross. shit for a
0: few weeks now
1: yeah it's uh it's a tough couple couple of weeks of baseball but there's still money to be made nonetheless I mean it says if only Notre Dame could have played Austin PA or Sammy Houston State or Sam Houston State sorry yeah yeah I mean well yeah everybody gets that certain, would be nice.
0: you're gonna get your easy games right I think everybody gets easy I mean actually they might not Notre Dame might have to play a tougher schedule because they're an independent they don't get a conference championship oh, so that is true. true they do have to play tougher teams so that's why that's another reason why I don't believe they're really college football team they have to beat so many good teams now after losing their first game yeah i don't think think they're beating usc either we didn't talk about usc real quick before we get to baseball usc in front of nobody there was because apparently california schools don't go in until like later september weird so ucla and usc were playing in front of nobody usc against a bad rice team i get it they're bad team they looked almost perfect like caleb williams looked perfect lincoln riley had his team ready to go i don't know who they play next I'd be afraid of USC. I they said they're going to be a good team. Like
1: the other schools.
0: But, well, that's yeah, that's the that's, way Notre Dame runs, and that's, 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 that's on tough. them. But.
1: Yeah, fighting the Irish, right? That was the way yeah. i say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, GG's to them. But, all right. MLB for tonight. I am liking, just going to rattle these off real quick. I, I like tonight. Not many. But I do like the Seattle Mariners going up against the Chicago White Sox. Uh, they got Logan Gilbert on the mound. Going up against Johnny Cueto. Cueto's having a decent season, but in terms of offensive production, I just don't think the White Sox are going to be able to get it done. Especially against a guy like Gilbert coming in, you know, with the a 3-3 ERA. I think that he's, that doesn't tell the whole tale. He's 11-5, so they always find a way to win games when he's on the mound. Um, being at home, sitting at minus 148, I'm going to rock with their money line for tonight.
0: I like that. I, I'm really upset that the White Sox weren't able to Really figure it out this year. So I think, yeah. did La Russa go on leave? I think he did. I don't think he's their manager right now.
1: Yeah, no, he's, I mean, that's just an excuse. They're going to come to like some type of term <laughs> yeah. to get him the hell out of there. I hope so. Uh-huh. I hope so too.
0: I only have one. So I don't know if you want to give another one before okay. I do one.
1: Okay. So. Yeah, sure. I got, you know, another one that I'm, I'm looking at Um, is the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks going up against San Diego Padres tonight. Uh, They got Joe Musgrove on the mound. So I'm kind of surprised that the money line for this only comes in at minus 165. Um, I'm going to rock with the Padres coming off of a tough series against the Dodgers where they really kind of got their ass handed to them. Um,
0: Yeah, I'd be afraid if I'm the Padres right now. I'm I'm the Phillies or the Padres. I'm scared right now. I don't want to be that close to missing the playoffs at this point with how the Brewers could just, if you tie with the Brewers, they could just put up Corbin Burns and you're done. So yeah. They're in trouble, those two teams. I'm
1: yeah. afraid. No, seriously. And, I mean, going up against, you know, tonight they got Joe Musgrove on the mound, but really their offense hasn't been producing in the way that they really they really like. And I understand on the other side of the ball, uh, the Diamondbacks are throwing their ace. And,
0: and Diamondbacks are only eight back now with a whole month to go here. I,
1: they could I know it sounds happen.
0: silly, but they brought up their top prospect. He's hitting now, and I I would not be...
1: Yeah, they're it's, not going to make it. But it's kind of weird, close. Like getting off of David Peralta, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're competing now. It's kind of soft. but
0: I don't know what happened, but they just beat the crap out of Philly this week, and yeah, look what happens. You're
1: yep. only uh, eight I think, back. Unfortunately, I think this is where it comes to an end. So I'm, I'm riding. I'm riding yeah. with them. Not not in terms of series. They, I think they could maybe salvage a series against the Padres, but in terms of tonight, yeah, Musgrove Soto's... on the mound at home.
0: Soto's been just, bad.
1: He has, he hasn't been good. Have you at heard about all. it?
0: He has been the same player he was there. That sucks. I really thought it was gonna he's gonna be in a pennant race. I thought, hey, this yeah. is gonna flip the switch, but hey.
1: Yeah, playing Play baseball in September is a win for the Phillies. Hey, they just got Schwarber back. They got Bryce now. Did you see my you know, tweet the other day? When not- out of the
0: clock at twelve oh two AM I put uh in quotes i put meaningful september baseball has arrived for the mets because that used to be their thing fred yeah. uh jeff Wilpon always used to be like we want to be playing meaningful september baseball and i was like the fuck does that mean i want to get to october i don't give a fuck about september yeah so here we go hey
1: uh-huh. here we are
0: and they sucked ever since september started so
1: geez <laughs> yeah it has it has been a, a couple rough days <laughs> yeah rough week for new york new york teams yeah. but i got one more and unfortunately this one is going to be going against, um, you know, this this isn't good for my Yanks in terms of oh, if no. this this bet pans out. And that's because I have the Rays money line tonight, going up against the Red Sox. Dylan Rasmussen on the mound, up against Rich Hill in Tampa. Um, Tampa is so good in Tampa, they it's are. absurd. Like, they are just such a good home field team that I, a team like the Red Sox is not going to keep up. The Red Sox are piss poor. I don't care who they're throwing on the mound, they stink. So... Riding with the Rays tonight, money line at minus one sixty two. That's really, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's really all I like for tonight. There's just not much. A lot of these money lines are lopsided. Any uh, anything else that I really was interested in it was a, like a minus two twenty on the money line. So I just didn't feel that that was yeah that was really worth.
0: Yeah, were you watching Sunday?
1: <clears throat> Sunday, the Mets game?
0: No, Yankee game.
1: Oh, the Yankees. Yankee? Yes, yes. Was that a strike? No. There you go. It wasn't. I no. thought
0: they were going to lose that game. Absolutely and I know it was I was thinking they about got mailed out. Like, no, oh the
1: umpad. I mean, I tweeted right afterwards. Umpad Yankees moneyline. <laughs> like, oh, that's why right, you did tweet that. Yes. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> I was a little yeah. mad
0: at that too because I was kind of hoping the Rays beat you guys. You would have been. I mean, swept, the difference.
1: Right? Yeah, that would have been a sweep. The difference between being three games up and five games up is just.
0: And who knows if you win or You win yesterday. If you get swept by the Rays, the mood would have been very different.
1: Really bad. Judge's home run yesterday, though. But Aaron Judge, I mean, yeah, plus two sixty to hit a home run tonight. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't mind it necessarily. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's an every night occurrence at this point. Yeah. So,
0: I'm I'll I'm just gonna both. I'm just gonna say mine real quick. I'm go just ahead. gonna I'm gonna go Mets. I'm just gonna go minus uh, one and a half. But you could boost that to like two and a half because it is. Uh, I believe they're pushing Walker back because their game yesterday got rained out. So I'm gonna just look really quick at their pitcher tonight. But the Pirates are terrible, and the Mets. Granted they played badly against Washington, they're not gonna play that badly again. I don't think this and is a the
1: pirates are even worse than Washington in yeah. my opinion. And
0: I, I don't there's one guy in the Pittsburgh lineup you gotta worry about. He's their lead off hitter. So I'm okay. not really worried about yeah, I'm really not worried about the Pirates much. Just the yeah. Mets getting out of their own way and understanding that the lead's down to one now. I mean, you got know, when every single day you gave yourself no breathing room and at this moment, I can't guarantee we're winning this division anymore. And it makes me sad that we probably yeah. are going to be playing in the wild card series right now because who knows who will be playing because we'll probably be the top wild card team. But it is upsetting that this lead that was once astronomically high is
1: mm.
0: almost the lowest it could get. So
1: so weird, just a sidebar going up against Mitch Keller tonight. Yeah, And the guy, he pitched six innings of 10 strikeout baseball in his last start against the Brewers.
0: That makes me feel better, yeah. yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> That's just
1: crazy. Like, a Pirates pitcher doing <laughs> that at all is just insane to me. But, <laughs> hey, I like the Mets tonight, and you're not starting Taiwan Walkers, what I'm hearing? No, they are.
0: 10-win oh, okay. Taiwan Walkers. Hey, I was going to say, I-,
1: I like Taiwan, and honestly, I was even Well, the alternative
0: about... was Jacob DeGrom, because so, he oh, pitches okay. game one tomorrow now. So. Gotcha. I
1: was, uh, I was even thinking about that, that same Jake bet that I always like Mets to score first and win the game. I think so. you just
0: do that every game this series, honestly. <laughs> hey, hey,
1: hey, I mean, at this I point, I hope. On, I mean, you know, they I did it as well. They didn't
0: do it Friday, right? Did we? They didn't score first. I don't know. I don't know. Um, was that
1: was that a Jake start? No. Oh, Friday? Okay. Was I, I only stick with it for any Max. Do honestly. it
0: tomorrow. Well, Max scared me the other day. I don't know if you, I just got a tweet because I wasn't watching. I had a tweet that uh-huh. said, Max Scherzer has left the game. It's a five innings. My heart sank to yeah. the floor.
1: We're good. Uh, that, uh, good. That score first and win tonight is at minus 114. So if you like that, instead of a saturated money line or instead of the spread, you know, either or. I don't hate that.
0: I no, don't hate nice. it at
1: all. But, yeah, yeah I think that's going to uh, yeah. wrap us for today. Of, lot of and, uh... A lot of good football talk. A lot of good Hope you guys are ready for
0: Thursday. Thursday afternoon,
1: huh? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we are going to be live Thursday. We're going to be going a little bit of an afternoon episode. Yeah. Thinking maybe, you know, 1, 2 o'clock around yeah. then. So, yeah, we're going to be coming live thursday talking a ton of football oh, yeah. we are we're, we're locked in
0: and then let's tell them about sunday morning
1: we'll tell them about sunday morning thursday night how about oh that? okay build. so just know we got, we got some pre-game stuff coming
0: yeah the, it's gonna the, be Wednesday fun they're gonna have head. a lot of fun it's
1: gonna be a lot of fun thank you guys for tuning in i mean double r thank you guys for tapping in with us dropping all the comments we appreciate all the support and yeah this has been money line Hope you guys have a good rainy day and we will catch you guys on Thursday. Let's go Mets.